Hey, what is going on, mi gente? I'm Axel. I'm Joe, and welcome back to another episode of the, the Puro Cotorreo Podcast. Yes, sir. So, we have a name, bro. Do you want to tell the people what the name is? Yeah, sure. So, we kind of just landed on Puro Cotorreo. Yes, so that is Puro Cotorreo Podcast. You know it. Ya te la sa. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and get started. We're going to jump right into it today. And I want to talk Super Bowl, bro. Tell me, what were your thoughts? Well, I got the winner, right? You got the winner. That's true. Um, I kind of felt like it was going to be a close game going into it. So I wasn't too surprised by the... By the outcome, um, I mean, Bengals had a shot, but just kind of blew it. Blew it, yeah. Dude, did you see that last play though? Like, I for one second thought that whenever he tossed it, when he was getting sacked, that's called a sack, right? Yeah. When he was getting sacked, when he like tossed it, I thought his teammate was gonna catch it for the first down. It might have been or or not, but yeah. it, it would at least had been a pass, and then. At that point, I knew it was over. I think uh, I think when that ball left his hand, all the Bengals fans were kind of like, what? Like, it was a slow moment, a yeah. uh, slow motion moment. Yeah. That's how it felt for me, even though I'm not a fan. But when that ball was in the air, I was like, is he going to catch it? No. You know? He didn't, though. Nobody was there. Yeah, there was no one there. No, or, I mean, it was, it was a good game. Um, second half was kind of quiet. The third, the... What is it? The third quarter was quiet. Like, I remember I was watching it at my mom's house. And then I came to my house and it was still the same score. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Yeah, they were just kind of giving the ball each other, to one another, like back and forth. Yeah. Without yeah. really scoring. Um, yeah, but I mean, it was a good game. Um, okay. Okay. What you think of the halftime show? Halftime show is good. Everyone's making fun of 50 Cent, like, Dude, within that, seconds. Yeah, like, that's not cool to me. Like, I didn't like that. Like, I don't know. Like, you might have thought it was funny. Like, I thought it was kind of funny. But then I I was like, man, that's not that's not funny. Like, if it was a, a woman, like, that wouldn't be, that would be unacceptable. You know, if somebody was, like, you know, fat shaming yeah, somebody, yeah. like, it just wasn't cool, dude. Like, Especially because I hold some sort of, like, not respect, but, like, you know, there's some there's something there that I grew up with this music, mm-hmm. in a way, that is just kind of like, yeah, it's funny or whatever. He, he might not be out of shape, but he's also not 20-whatever anymore. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, people get old, and mental health is a real thing, and perhaps, you know, like... People don't like being fashion. Yeah, I saw, I saw, um, I saw a little uh, a meme. I don't know if it was on Facebook or Twitter, uh, where it was like a picture of him, or, or no, I don't even think it was a picture. It was just uh, someone saying, um, "You guys are uh, over here making fun of Fifty Cent," but I don't think any of us are the same weight we were <laughs> whenever that song first came out. You know that's true, and the fact that however old he is and however much he weights, that he's able to like. Be upside down, holding on with his legs and, and rapping at the same time. Like, that's impressive still. Yeah. You know, like, hey, I, I, I couldn't be able... To, I wouldn't be able to do that. Like, I would fall on my face. You know, but 
it was a good halftime show. Yeah, I it was think good. I think it was time, you know, to to have artists like that, especially with the team in LA being part of the Super Bowl. Like that was yeah. really cool. I think yeah. it was a it's a really good outcome. Eminem was pretty good. Dr. Dre was good and Snoop Dogg, well, you know, he's a showman. Who do you think was missing from that show? Like that you would have been like, Oh, you know what? It would have been nice if they had Ice Cube. Dude, I literally have that on my notes <laughs> right here. Like if Ice Cube would have came out, that would have been like epic for me. That's that was like the 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 artist that was missing in that. Like the show was incredible, but like if Ice Cube would have made an appearance, like that would have been badass. Right. Like yeah. Like for real. Also, maybe the game. The game with Fifty Cent. Okay. Yeah. This is how we yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I like that. Dude, Cooper Cup. Cup. Yeah, dude, he was insane. Like, the ball was just going to him. Like, I don't see how they didn't put, like, three guys on him. Yeah. Like, the whole time. He's catching it all the time, you know? Like, that's, that's insane. But, yeah. Uh, everyone who had him in fantasy football, like, well, before the playoffs or whatever, pretty sure they were all happy with that pick. Mm-hmm. I had him last year in my fantasy football team. He did good, too, but this year he just... He wrecked it. He killed it, yeah. Yeah. I, I imagine he did. Even on the previous game, he like he was doing most of the work. Yeah. You know, he was doing a lot. So Yeah, all season, man. Well he won um they did the NFL honors, like a it's like an award show for the season. Mm-hmm. He won um offensive player of the year. That's nice. Yeah. Is that not like M V P? No, M V P uh, Aaron Rodgers won. MVP. Okay. Yeah. That's a quarterback. For the Packers, yeah. For Packers. Yeah. Not your team. You you got Steelers, right? Yeah, Steelers who actually uh Steelers uh TJ Watt won defensive player of the year. What do you think about this Sol Michelada? It, it's good man. Um this is my first time having it. I pretty much have had all the other ones. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, I mean it's this, good. I mean this one comes straight from Mexico, bro. Like Yeah. Every time I bring some, everyone's like, hey, can you bring some? Can you bring some? Nobody can find them here. Yeah. So, um, I know for a fact, like, I tasted the Modelo. I tasted the all the micheladas they sell here. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, they, they just don't taste I, the same. I like the Modelo, the, not the micheladas, but the sal y limon ones. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like those. Okay. Yeah, I, li- I like this one. I like to put a little bit of tajin sometimes on the rim, you know? Let it. So, right now that we're talking about, like, alcohol or whatever, mm-hmm. um, first, um, happy belated birthday. Thank you, sir. Thank yeah. you. And um, I didn't actually go out and get you a present or anything. Uh, you know, you've been busy or whatever, but... Of course. Um, I did take a trip to my liquor cabinet, mm-hmm. and uh, I brought you a nice Thank- little bottle. Oh, snaps, dude. Thank you. A little uh, tequila bottle Yo, to sip I- on. Did you talk to me about this one? I don't know if I brought that one up to you, but that's a, that's a good one to um to for Yo. mixed drinks and stuff. That's a really good one. So. Yo, thank you, bro. I appreciate sure. it. I'm gonna I'm gonna get right into this one, one of these weekends. Um, I've I've heard about this brand and I love the artwork. So, thank you, sir. Yeah, initially, initially that's why I bought that one because I thought the artwork was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I mean, it's really good for mixed drinks. Tastes um, good. Okay, okay. I'll have to give it a shot. Yeah, man. 
I'm gonna order some uh, ingredients to make for the next show uh, to make some old fashions. I tried to order today and they weren't on the list like mm-hmm. to order. Yeah. So I'm gonna wait a couple of days and see if they bring them back. So what do you mean by ingredients? So I got a gift card mm-hmm. for a place that delivers drinks to your house. Like they deliver everything you need to make a drink. drink. Yeah. So. I figured I could use it, and I saw that they had old fashions on the menu, and I tried them for the first time a while back, and I liked them. So, um, and I know you like them, so we yeah. can we can pour some up on the next episode for sure. Hopefully, hopefully for sure we have our guest on that episode. Hopefully, um, he's yeah. able to come through. Out of tequilas, though, like what tequila do you think is like your favorite, like that you've ever tasted? That I've ever tasted, oh man. Cause to me, bro, I'm gonna be honest. Every tequila tastes the same to me sometimes, like, depending on how drunk I am. Hmm. Well, I think, like, you know, when we first started drinking tequilas, like, you know, I'm not going to say we were underage, but, you know, wink. But we were. Wink. <laughs> um, we just got, like, accustomed to all these, like, lower-end tequilas that were, like, we were taking shots, and then they were, like, burning our throats, and we're like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... But I guess now that I'm older, like, I do taste tequilas. Like, there's still some that I taste and, like, they burn. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's a lot that, you know, they're kind of a little bit more smooth. They still burn a little bit, but you get a little bit more flavor and less of that alcohol taste. Okay. Okay, so which one but, is it for you, anyway? Uh, that's a good question, dude. There's this tequila called... Um, El Tesoro. Mm-hmm. Mm, it's a little bit hard to find sometimes, but... Because it's a Tesoro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and it, I mean, it's not, like, super expensive or anything. Uh, but, yeah, it's just hard to find because um, a lot of, like, uh, a lot of, like, people... Like, there's not that many. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people pick them up quick whenever they, like, restock or whatever. So does that mean since there's less of them, they're a bit more expensive? Like when you do come across one of them? Uh, no, I think um, it's probably like 70, 80 bucks mm-hmm. a bottle. I mean, I don't think that's bad. It tastes good. Um, but yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, like like this one, uh, it's, it's going to be anywhere from like 25, 30 bucks. But like there's a bunch of tequilas that I like that are like um, within that range for, for, um, for cocktails or just drinks, you know? Yeah. Like that one or the one that I gave you before, the um, Jose Cuervo Tradicional. Yeah, that's that one good for good. drinks. That's good for drinks. Hornitos. I like Hornitos. Hornitos is good, yeah. Yep. Um, okay, okay. But yeah, man. I mean, hopefully you can enjoy that sometime soon. Um, maybe with me. For sure. Next time we'll prop this open too and we'll have a shot or two to get the, the creative juices flowing. For sure. New Year resolution goals for uh, you. Like, what were they? I don't think we talked about it last time. We didn't talk about it last time. Honestly, this year I didn't really make any. Um, I mean, it's kind of, I mean, it would just be the same as every year, though, but just lose weight. Lose weight, for sure. Um, I got a treadmill and, like, a little uh, bike from my parents. Okay. Uh, that's in my garage. I've used it a total of one time. 
the whole two months of twenty twenty. No, I've had it for like two weeks, but okay, okay. I've used it once. Um, make more money. Okay, but I kind of get stuck in this. Um, so like I've been working from home for two years now, about to be two years. Same. And um, like it's comfortable, you know. And like I'll start applying for jobs, and and then I I'll have a few calls here and there. And then, you know, I won't hear back. And then I'll just be like, man, it's okay. I'll yeah. just stay here. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, the money's not bad, but I know that I can also make more if I just tried a little bit harder. Right. But it's always just that. I always go back to that mindset where I'm like, man, I'm okay, you know, here at home. Uh, I get to spend time with the kids mm-hmm. and all this, and you know. And plus, you have like some income that's coming in on the side, right? With your other business. Yeah. Your- yeah. I mean, uh, I make money other ways too, but. Um, not selling drugs for those who are wondering <laughs> um, more like selling just shoes online vintage clothes still sometimes okay um, but yeah I mean um, that's definitely it I mean that definitely helps it's a little bit more income even if it's just you know hundred a few hundred bucks here a month um, but yeah I mean just losing weight um, making more money yeah oh and I guess now uh, having a successful podcast with okay. At least a hundred listeners. Hey, that's a good goal. My rule now when I'm setting goals is I give it, I set a date. So, for example, we have a goal to have a hundred listeners by the fifth episode. Okay. Do you think that sounds reasonable? Yeah. So let's do, yeah, let's do a hundred listeners on one episode by the fifth one. Okay. Including the fifth one. Including the fifth one. Yeah. So, 100 listeners by episode. I don't know if I can check that on the analytics. Like, how many Oh, listens. per episode? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I haven't checked. Mm. I'm not seasoned. Because well, we only have one episode right now. That's true. Maybe it'll so start maybe showing up. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. We'll so, figure it out. If uh, not, we could do average. Okay, we can do average. And we'll, we'll know. Like, for example, if, if we see that after the fourth episode, there's like... A hundred more listeners, then we know that it was right. because of the fourth yeah, yeah. episode, right? So. Yeah, I think uh, right now, first episode, we didn't really do much advertising, but I mean, you've listened to it fifty times, yeah, another fifty times here. Yep, and my my some family members yeah, checked it out. Members. So that's a good five people. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yo, but like for real though, like this episode compared to our first one, like I feel better now. Like it feels less awkward, like just talking. Yeah, yeah. Like into the mic. I think looking that was the each, hardest part. Looking at each other's eyes. Yeah. 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 Very romantic. Very like we're having a bromance right here. Yeah. Bro- you know what I mean? Bromance. Yeah, a bromance, a bromance, bromance, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I made that up For just sure. now. So I have a similar goal, and it's to lose weight. But I have the date of September. Why? Because my wife and I are going to the Bad Bunny concert. So mm. I wanna like you know I wanna. Like dress yeah. that day. I want to like dress real nice, you know, like have some drip or something. I've never had drip. Like, am I using that term correctly? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, I've always just wore like what I feel comfortable in, right? Right. Right. But I want to be drippy right. that day, you know. What like I mean? you don't dress bad, but you just dress like like a normal person, laid back, yeah, laid back, like like, like uh like a dad, a dad, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that day, I want to wear some drip. Yeah. All right, for all you youngsters out there, like 
I'm thinking like some. I don't even know if forces are still drippy, but like forces I'm thinking, are in right now. Okay, so I'm thinking forces with like some camo pants or something. I don't know. Like you gotta go dress for the occasion. You know, it's Bad Bunny. Like yeah, you, know? you can't show up in a polo and khakis. Exactly. <laughs> so on the Bad Bunny concert um, topic here, do you guys like Bad Bunny reggaeton at all? Like, what do you listen to on your normal uh, Yeah, I listen playlist. to... Uh, I listen to Bad Bunny a lot. Uh, yeah, I listen to a lot of reggaeton. Right now, on my drive over here, um, I was... <laughs> the thought in my head to whenever I was listening to this music, I was like, fucking turn it into my parents, dude. Okay. Like, what was I'll, it, Bookies? No, no. <laughs> take, take, I want you to take another guess and think okay. about where our parents are from and hmm. think about that. You were listening to Apache. I was. <laughs> okay, I knew as soon as you said, take think, take a look at where our parents are from. I was so, listening to Apache, bro. Bro, that's that's the real... Like, sometimes I'm jamming in my car to a, a Tropicalism Apache or Sonido Master. You already mm-hmm. know, like, those have to be on my playlist, bro. Like, no matter what, yep. you know? Like, and yeah, like, a big part of that is our parents. Like, my parents, that's what they listen to. Temerarios, like that's another big one for me, um, because I grew up on that. Yeah, you know los cadetes, los cadetes, yeah. um, los invasores, invasores yeah. hell yeah, all of that, bro. Especially because we're from from North Mexico, so right. all of that is very popular there. What artist, band, or grupo do you feel is like your favorite of all time? Of all time, bro. Damn, dude. Like you gotta pick. One. Hmm. I was thinking about that today on my way to um on my way home from work. I was like, "You have somebody?" I do. Who is it? It's Calibre Cincuenta. Why them, dude? Like every song that I play from them, like makes me feel a certain type of way. Like whether it's a love song or whether it's like that one song, the like, bonita se ve. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like that song, I'm like. I'm like bumping to like a good beat to it, you know. And so, are you mad that what's his face is leaving the group? And then, dude, I kind of am because his last. Um, I like this last album that they, that they released. Like I don't know how long ago it must mm-hmm. have been a while back, but I was jamming to that on my way home from work, and and honestly, bro, he leaves the band like it's not the same. But if he does his own thing, like if he's gonna go solo, like obviously it's I'm gonna follow it, you know, yeah, but. Yeah. You seem like a Nathaniel Cano kind of guy. Me? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know one of his songs. Okay, I, I do. I do, but it's because, like, I like corridos, and I like corridos. Yeah. Like, I like everything. That's the thing with me. So I'll listen to everything and anything that's on, like, um, Apple Music or Spotify. Yeah. Like, anything that's trending. I kind of like to be in the know when it comes to music, you know? Mm-hmm. And that annoys my wife sometimes because she's like, is there a song you don't know? Or like, you know every song. And I'm like, yeah, I guess. Like, I listen to a little bit of everything. Yeah, it's kind of the same with me. I listen to just about anything. Like, if I put on my Spotify right now, it's just like a whole mixture of things. And um, yeah, Erica, Erica, like, she just listens to like the same, like, pop music. Sometimes Spanish, but I mean, mm-hmm. there's not like a wide range of music like yeah, like that. I think a lot of that, for me, like, it comes from my parents, because, um, I mean, yeah, obviously, they listen to, like, all that cumbia music from 
from you know the comarca or whatever but um i mean it was just like uh mana and like oh yeah um bro and i was like spanish yeah and i need those and all those like like early 2000s spanish like pop like Mm -hmm. was it like Quinta Estación, Oreja de Van Gogh. Yeah, all of that. Yeah, like all of that. Stuff. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I know all of them songs, and I, I like all of them songs, and that's where, like, my wide range of music taste comes in, you know? Yeah. Like, I, one second, I could be listening to, like we said, Apache, and then, like, the next second, I'm, like, jamming out to John Mayer, you know? Like, hey! Yeah, bro. I fuck with John Mayer. Hell yeah. Dude, The Last Train Home... Right now, I've been bumping that. That's like the his new album. Yeah, and it's then, very like uh, like very jazzy eighties yeah. vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then his last album before that one, it's called "The Search for Everything" or "The Search of Everything." I can't remember exactly, but that dude, that's a good album. You know, I the, fuck with that. have you heard the song that he did with uh, Leon Bridges? I haven't. Yeah. Wait, no, I haven't. Like a year or two ago, it's really good. Okay, okay. Look it I'll up. Check it out. Yeah. No, but yeah, we got our tickets to the Bad Bunny concert. You know we're going to go and do some perreo intenso. Yeah, so you're going to no start doubt. saving up for your uh, forces right now? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to uh, start, like, I'm going to see if they got layaway at Foot Locker or something. Those uh, bro, are hard, they're hard to find right now. For real? They're, they're they're I did popular. not know that. I did not know that. Yeah, I mean, I mean they're not hard tell. to find, but, um, like, as soon as, like... They uh, pick them up. Yeah, as soon as they come out, like, they'll sell fast. You can buy them resale, like in the resale market, for like thirty bucks more. They're not like super price, like high priced either. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like once they like, if they pop up on a site, people clear them out immediately. Wow, yeah. that's crazy, bro. Yeah, Dang. and that's for like almost all the colors. Hmm. Yeah. I just want white. white. Yeah, mm -hmm. I just want the classic white, bro. Yeah, there's no, there's no going wrong with that. No, but yeah, like I want to wear some drip that day. You know, like. As I said, I want to go dress for the occasion, so that's part of the reason why I dress like a dad, because I kind of have like a dad body, you know what I mean? So I want to, and, and honestly, bro, like I don't even care about because of how I look, like that's out of the picture. Like I want to lose weight because I want to feel healthy. I want to change my lifestyle, and I think that's more important than like saying, oh, I'm going to look good for whatever, yeah. you know what I mean? So... Um, I turned 30 this year, you know, as you know, and it's it was almost like a, a wake-up call in a sense that I was like, bro, I'm like 30, like 10 years, I'll be 40, and then obviously 50, but it's like, ya voy mas pa ya, wey, ya voy mas pa ya que pa, que pa atras, you know what I mean, like, and I hear a lot of people say, like, after 30, that's when you start getting, like, first signs of, like, diabetes and first, like, this and that. And I'm like, nah, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I have a little one. So, it's like, I want to make sure that I can, that I'm able to coach his soccer team, that I'm able to coach. Or if he wants to do baseball, I want to make sure that I'm able to coach his baseball team, you know. Like, I want to be present. And I want to be there for his first day of everything basically yeah. you know and if i don't take care of myself bro it's gonna it's not gonna look good for me yeah and that's that's literally what i remember telling erica that before we had um before she had emmy um was like i need to lose weight because i mean how i am now like like i mean i'm not like like super obese or anything but 
you know, I, I could run for like a minute straight and then I'll fucking be passing out. And I was like, I right. need to be able to run around with the kids and like mm-hmm. do all this stuff with that. I just don't want to like, oh yeah, go play by yourself, you know? Like I want to yeah. be able to play with my kids and do all this stuff with them. But um, yeah, man, this is, I mean, tam- I mean, también dicen que like, like, está cabrón ya cuando llegas a los 30 porque it's just, I mean, like you, your body's like, that's how your body's going to stay. You know, it's harder to lose weight. Yeah. Yeah, but another thing, a good point you had is, like, we're not, like, extremely, like, overweight or, like, super obese, which, to me, that's what pisses me off the most, because I'm like, bro, if I could lose 20 pounds, like, I'll be in better shape. Yeah. But to get to lose five pounds is the hard part, you know? It's like, it's like it gets harder and harder, and when you have kids, family, and, and, and work, and all this stuff, you know, like, it gets harder. Yeah, and that's know? why, that's, it, it's, it's, you go back to what I just said about... Uh, having the treadmill now I've only used it once and that's not because you know I'm lazy or because I'm just like oh you know like I don't want to do it today mm-hmm. it's because I mean I get busy and I mean yeah. it's hard to find time to do those things you know yeah same it, it's hard to find the time to do anything sometimes yeah. like um like to create anything for me like I like to draw like not on my iPad I don't really draw like on paper or anything but like I like to design stuff or just stay busy or play my guitar or like do things like that, bro. And I, I just don't have the time because I want to be present and play video games. Yeah, I love playing video games, you know, yeah. but like I want to be present for my kid too in the afternoons after I get off work. But I'm also tired, but I'm also like I got to be with my kid. And yeah. so that means like and my wife, shout out to my wife, um, you know. And I just want to sit on the couch maybe and play with my with my son or watch a movie with them or something. But it's like, and there's no time to work out. By the time I realize it, it's like 9 o'clock at night. Yeah. You know, and it's like, bro, what, what happened to you working out? I don't know. Really? I mean, yeah, I mean, like, we, we want to work out and stuff. But more importantly, yeah, it's just, it's about, like, what we're putting in our bodies, man. Like, because when a few years ago, whenever uh, me and Erica did keto, uh, you know, some people look down upon and say it's not good for you but i mean Mm -hmm. we tried it or whatever and um we did it for like i mean we were strict on it for i want to say like three or four months and then we kind of like you know eased out of it but i mean for a good like six maybe to eight months like we were pretty consistent with like our diet no type of like working out and i mean i lost like in within within those like four first like three four months of being like strict uh, keto, I went from like two, what was it like two forty five to two fifteen, dude. Oh, that's what is that like forty five, thirty pounds? Yeah. And I mean, I didn't lose any more weight after that, but I never gained anything. I mean, I didn't gain anything back. So we posted on our Instagram, you know. Mm-hmm. For people to let us know some topics or uh, let us um, answer some other questions or anything they want to hear from us. And uh, we got a couple a couple good ones, some of, some of which were topics. Um, a question on my Instagram was from, from some guy that I know. And he's like, what kind of podcast are you trying to do? So I think I'm going to answer that like... I think we're just trying to chill at this podcast, you know, like we're not trying to have a theme, 
and we're just trying to kick it, you know, have a couple beers, have a couple shots or whatever, and just talk about whatever comes to mind. Like, just kick it, bro. It's puro cotorreo. Yeah, I mean, and that's, that's why I think we ended up on that name because, I mean, we're not really trying to go in a certain direction. It's just cotorreo, whatever, yeah, whatever. whatever we want to talk about at that moment is what we'll talk about. So. Yeah, and then whatever you guys want to talk about, like if you want to send some questions or whatever. Yeah, eventually, hopefully, when we get a little bit more listeners, we'll have uh, more uh, responses to our yeah, to for our sure stuff. Yeah, for sure. And also, make sure you follow the social medias at Puro Cotorreo Podcast on Instagram and at Puro Cotorreo Podcast on Facebook. Yes, sir. Yeah. So you had a question on your on your um, Instagram. Yeah. What was that? Yeah, uh, my boy Juan asked um, if we believed in paranormal activity so i'm guessing like ghosts and spirits and that kind of stuff do you uh i do yeah like what uh, based on what like what what are your grounds for believing in it so here i'll go through a few stories okay um and we actually have one together i don't know if you remember you don't uh, no. Okay, I'll, rem- okay, I'll remind okay. you. I think I, you. I, I think you'll remember I, once I bring it up. Oh, but okay. I'll, I'll save that one for the end. Okay. So, um, like, just going back to like things that my parents have told me or whatever. Um, I think like even not too long ago, uh, my dad said that one day he was uh, leaving for work and he saw like uh, this like big old bird flying from like tree to tree or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I mean, as Mexicans, you know, we uh, lechuza. Lechuza, yeah. I mean, we know yeah. what lechuza is, so. I think that's what he was implying. He didn't really, I mean, say he did anything or whatever, but he um, he just brought it up, like, just, like... Do you, you know, think he was solid. looking at him or following him or something? Um, He said he, he... I think he said he was, like, a little bit scared at the moment, but, like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, he didn't see it anymore or whatever. Um, but uh, my mom, I remember her telling me this a while back, but um, I, I, I mean, I'll probably butcher her story, but... Uh, what I remember her telling me is that whenever she was a kid, uh, obviously she lived in Mexico, and I don't know if she lived with her grandma or it was just a day that she was staying with her grandma. Um, she was like already in bed sleeping, mm-hmm. and uh, she woke up because she heard her grandma like talking to somebody, and she like went there was like I guess there was a window nearby, and uh, she went to the window because she heard her grandma talking outside, and then her grandma was talking to like this big like bird. Thing, mm, and that like she just like saw the bird fly off or whatever and then she was like what the hell was that you know oh hell dude and she was just a kid and, and the grandma was just like talking like yeah I mean the, her, that her grandma was just like talking to her uh, to, or telling her like I don't to, mm, I think she was saying that she was kind of like screaming at her telling her to go away go away yeah yeah okay and uh yeah I mean she just yeah, I mean, that's, that's what I remember her telling me, and her, like, that she was just like, what the hell, and just kind of went back to bed and pretend like she was asleep. Now that I think about it, bro, I do have a couple stories, so whenever you're done, and these are all stories that, like, my parents said, or, like, I heard from my uncles, so. Right, right. So once you're done, and I got a couple now. I think it, it's so weird, like, um, yeah, I mean, this is, like, growing up Mexican, you hear all these, like paranormal story yeah like when when you're little and they're sitting around the campfire and yeah. you're, you're there you're listening like you don't want to leave yeah but you're just like listening the, the whole time like and you remember these stories i remember being part of or being in a circle of where they had stories like that and they would tell me Vas pa allá, aquí están hablando los grandes, and i'd be like no 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 i want to listen yeah. or i'd be like no tengo miedo <laughs> <laughs> um 
Yeah, man. It's just, it's, yeah. I wonder if any other, like, cultures, like, uh, like, does things like that where, or, like, if we're one of the cultures that believes in that stuff, like, the most. Yeah. But, um, oh, yeah. Another story, real quick. Um, so, the, another one, like, I'm just trying to think of, like, there's, there's a few stories, but I'm just trying to think of, like, <laughs> We're trying to make this fast and yeah, easy yeah, yeah. just so, quick, quick uh, overview. Me and Erica used to live at her mom's house for a while. Mm-hmm. Her mom uh, lives in a two-story house. And uh, our room was upstairs. There was, And then there's one room downstairs that nobody uh, stayed in. And we were right above that room. Um, and one day, it was I want to say maybe it was like between 8, 10 at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, we kept hearing like a, like a kid crying or whatever, right? Mm-mm. And we're like, hmm, we're like, that sounds like it's coming from downstairs. And then we were like, you know, just kind of like, like, like confused about it, you know? And like, so like we put our ears to the floor and yeah, it's like coming from like right below us, right? Mm-hmm. And so like, I think we start going to everybody's room because everybody's, everybody's rooms is upstairs. Okay. And we're like, well, who's somebody downstairs, somebody downstairs. Everybody was upstairs, dude. Oh. Nobody was downstairs, and we heard a fucking kid crying downstairs, dude. That's crazy. Yeah, and we were hey, just like, what the fuck? You know, that? sometimes when raccoons and cats fight, they, yes. it sounds a lot like... Like that, yeah, like, yeah. Like, but like I don't think it was that. Like being, like, not crying, no. but... No, well, yes, that's true, but raccoons and cats, I believe, sound like babies. I, I think I remember this sounding more like a, maybe like a toddler... You know? A toddler crying. Yeah, yeah okay. not necessarily like a little baby. Like a little baby. Yeah. Okay. Um, so did y'all go? Did y'all go hey, to the room? I, I, I did it. <laughs> did somebody check on? Uh, I don't remember. Oh man. But yeah, I just remember that time. Uh, but I don't. Oh, well, at least I don't remember anybody checking. I for sure wouldn't check. I'm a fucking pussy, dude. Uh, okay. Okay. But, You're scared. Okay, so, last story. This Tell me involves, about the. Yeah, this one involves you. Really? Do you, Bro, okay. you do not remember way back in the day. Uh, me, you, and Erica were hanging out at your house. Uh, yeah, at your house. Oh, at your mom's house, whatever, mm-hmm. on Rock Island. Yeah. Um, and she had a. You guys had a pool outside. It was like super late at night, and uh, we were chilling in the pool. And then like we would look up, and there's like this big ass bird on the. Uh, Dude, pool. I remember we were like by the porch, by like the. Where were we? Uh, I'm trying to remember. Like I do remember. Well, we ran. <laughs> okay, okay, but before, prior to that, we were... In the pool. We were in the pool? I, I think so. I, I remember being in the pool, and then we were kind of, like, looked up, because you know how, like, the power line's right there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, like, a big-ass bird, and we were like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Dude, I think I recall that, like, very vaguely. Like, I have a terrible memory. Yeah. I got to let you guys know. But I do, rem- I do recall, like, bits and pieces of, like, that time, and I think we did take off running, and we told my mom... Yeah, I think we told mm-hmm. your mom. Like, yeah. Dude, that's crazy. Like, yeah, I remember that. Man. I wonder if it was following one of us. I hope not. Just, never mind. I'm not going to say nothing. <laughs> I'll be awesome. No, but yo también, like, I have some stories, like, that I heard, like, from my mom, especially, like, you know, from the ranchos and stuff. That's where you see a lot of this stuff more. Yeah. But uh, there's a story that one of my uncles 
told me, and I'm probably going to butcher the story, but I remember how it went. And he says, um, there was a time when he was walking back home in Mexico from being at the cantina or whatever, and from being out with his friends. And there was this big bird flying over him, and he's like, it was whistling at him. And he says that he started um, cursing at it. Because apparently, like, if you get aggressive with the birds or whatever, in Mexican culture, I guess, he said, um, they, like, fly off. They, they're just like, okay, whatever. So he started telling, like, whatever, whatever, you know? And, and he says that the bird came down, and he was walking along a fence, and the bird, like, basically landed on the fence mm-hmm. ahead of him. And apparently, he just... Like, she just told him that he wasn't, that she wasn't following him. But my uncle, my uncle remembers this bird having, like, beautiful green eyes from what he recalls, right? And then he was like, okay, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't mean to, like, whatever, you know? So he went on his way. The bird flew off or whatever. But he says that a couple weeks later, he saw... Okay, so the bird apparently, right, told him that she wasn't trying to bother him, that she yeah. was just looking over her son, is what she said, and that she was just, like, going to fly off now. So he's like, okay, okay, mija, whatever, you know. So the bird flew off. My uncle kept on walking, but he recalls the green eyes, beautiful green eyes, he says. Yeah. And then he says a couple weeks later, he's in the combi, because, you know, in Mexico, you travel in a combi, yeah. like in a... In a van, basically, mm-hmm. like, you know. And he says that and one of the stops that this pretty lady gets on the combi with the young boy. And he remembers the eyes because they made eye contact. And my uncle says that, like, his his that skin chills. just, like, he got the chills once they made eye contact. So my uncle, you know, called for his parada. He was like, hey, bajan aquí or whatever. And he, like... Was about to start walking off when she was like, or something like that. Like, she was, she reached out to him to tell him, like, you know, yeah, yeah. like that she knows that it was him, yeah, basically. But, dude, that story, he told it. And I, till this day, I think to myself, like, what if you were super drunk, bro, that you just imagined these things? Could be. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like it's just weird. It's a weird story to me, anyway. But do I believe in paranormal activities? I couldn't tell you. Like, if like I, you've never experienced anything yourself. I've never you experienced know. like me seeing a ghost or me seeing a, one of those birds. You know, mm-hmm. except for that time you're talking about, which I guess at the time I wasn't like a serious person, so I like maybe ignored it. I was scared though. But que tú digas like se me apareció un pinchamuco like. Like so, never. so um, like, have you ever gotten, like, barridas or limpias or anything like that? Just with the huevo, like, they yeah, do. Yeah. Like, but that's for, according to my grandma, that, can pass this cancer, that was for mal de ojo. Like, yeah, like somebody ojo. was, like, yeah, yeah. you know, desia ojo or whatever. Yeah, but I mean, I'm just saying, because that's still, that's, like, that's still spiritual. Like, like, spiritual yeah. stuff? Well, I think that's all I got to say about paranormal activities, bro. It's just crazy. The stories that I heard as a kid, um... We're crazy. I don't ever want to live or experience anything like that. 
in my life. So that was crazy talk. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was another one on yours, and it was about Mexican culture, right? And yeah, it was it, more of a topic. It was more of a topic, and like we can get into that as we go. Like right now, we just got into some Mexican culture, paranormal activity stuff, right? Man, we should have talked about like the Mexican. Um, the Mexican food, like how it's so hard to lose weight because everything we eat is so fucking bad for us. and it But is. it's so good. Yeah, well, I mean, the topic was growing up as a Mexican-American. Okay. Which is tougher because we have to eat Mexican and American food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like you have to eat enchiladas, but then on a day you might eat some McDonald's mm-hmm. or something, you know? Like, yeah. That topic is good, bro. And I'm not Mexican American. I was born in Mexico, so I could. I, mean, I guess you could say I I am kind of because I've mean, been here pretty, more yeah, more I mean, of my life. You grew up here. I grew basically. up here, so. But uh, um, yeah, like the food we eat, bro, is is bad. Like, I think I saw this like comedian, this Mexican comedian, and she's like, "Los Mexicanos, este." Something about like basically she's saying like alguien me preguntó qué son los burritos and she's like bueno es una tortilla le pones le puedes poner frijoles le puedes poner queso carne oh y, y qué son las burritas aira es una tortilla le puedes poner frijoles le puedes poner queso le puedes poner carne ay y, y qué son las tortas aira es un pan sí eso es diferente porque es un pan but pones queso, le pones frijoles. And like everything is basically like the same. And it's different. just in the different yeah. format, you yeah. know? And dude, that's so true. Like, like one day my mom would make gorditas, the next day she would make tacos, the next day burritos, like just different things, right? Because my mom was like, my mom's like Mexican, Mexican, bro. Like she cooked, she used to cook every day yeah. before she worked. Now she works. But she used to cook every day and sometimes even like make tortillas de harina mano. You know what I mean? Like, like my mom was a real MVP as I was growing up. So you already know I got fat because of that. Do you think, um, do you think like uh, the stereotype of um, like Mexican men is, is true? Like where like we're um, like babied by our moms? Were you babied by your mom? According to my wife, probably. I don't know. I haven't asked her, but... Yeah, that's that's who you go to for the right answer. If right. You go to your wife, and the answer is yes. For me, too. <laughs> Do you feel... Like, I know my brother and my sister are going to be listening to this, but... I think I'm a mom's favorite. Like, I also feel like I'm okay, a mom's okay. favorite. I'm, I know I'm her favorite, dude. All right. Like, shout out to my bro and my sister. I love y'all. But my mom won't admit it. She yes, won't admit yes, it. Yes. She'll be like, no, yo os quiero todos igual. But I'm like, nah. Like, yeah. you love me. Yeah. I know you do. You know, she loves yeah. all her kids. Shout out, like, again, shout out to my brother and sister. But, man, yeah, like, to a certain extent, like, my mom, bro, when I used to live with her and I was already working, like, full time before I got married and everything, ella se paraba en la mañana y me echaba lonche, bro. Like, it was, uh, it was to that, like, to that level, mm-hmm. you know, like before I got up, she'd go and like 
Hey, cool. Did you lunch? And I'd be like, si, ma, porfa. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, like, to a certain point, like, my mom, like, yeah, she bade me. Yeah, like, dude. I don't like to say babying me because I'm not, I'm not that no more. Like, I'm not, I'm not a bait. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she doesn't treat me like that no more. But when I was under her roof. Right, right. Like, best treatment ever, bro. Yeah. Like, but it was just something that she just was used to because she did it with my dad. She did it with, like, you know. Right. So she was like, I'll do it to me or too. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what it is, man. Do you think it's like a like a firstborn or first uh, male-born thing? Or uh, was she like that with your brother, too? Because well, I also have a younger brother, and I don't mm. feel like... No, yeah, he's baby. My bad. I was going to say, I just feel like maybe it was more with me, but he's mm-hmm. baby too. Do you feel like your brother got the same treatment? I think so. Yeah. I think my mom was, was really nice with all of us, and she still is. Um, I think it's just the mother's nature, bro, to baby your child, like, you know, forever. Yeah, I mean, I mean, era, era igual, güey. Like, um, I remember um, cuando, whenever, whenever we were in school... Whenever it was time for, uh, what was it? What was what was the last name? It was tax, toss test. I don't know. The tax called. test or something? Yeah, whatever it yeah. was. When those days were coming up, mi mamá se levantaba a las whatever time. Me decía mi almuerzo so I can go to school well eating and make sure I fucking pass these tests, bro. <laughs> She's like, ¿qué quieres que te haga para almorzar? Un licuado. El licuado, con pan tostado y huevos. Yes, sir. Yo, that was my mama too, bro. And my grandma. Bro. My grandma used to every day make me a licuado de, de, de plátano. Every day. She used to make me a, a banana uh, milkshake. Every day, bro. There's never a day that she didn't. So, I can't stand bananas now. Like, I can't, I cannot eat a banana, bro. Not only because I, I like bananas and I can eat them, but not because I want to. And also because they give me really bad heartburn. Mm. Like I don't know what it is about it. it gives me really bad heartburn But I used to eat a lot of bananas And a lot of banana licuado bro My grandma just went ham on it But sometimes she's like She'll make the platano Another day strawberry mm-hmm. And she do like The uh, mango And all that Like it was good She, My grandma también like, She baby Yeah yeah Cause I was like her baby bro Cause I got raised with her, like, she was like my mom for a long time, like, I grew up with her, and my mom also, like, my biological mom, but, but, um, I grew up with my grandma up until she passed away, and then, like, with my mama, so, um, but yeah, dude, I don't know what it is, it's, Do, do you think, on that same, like, kind of topic, do you think, um, like, ya que te juntaste, did you find it difficult, like, um, to, like, move away from that, like, being babied? No, I don't think so. I think I was, like, what do you mean? Like, did I find it difficult, like, getting used to not being babied? Or what do you mean? Yeah, like, like having to do stuff for yourself. I think maybe a lot of Mexican guys, like, um, like, they go from being babied to, like, juntándose, and there's, like, this weird uh, time where you're kind of like 
well, I don't want to do this. My mom used to do this for me. Right. Yeah. You do it for me. Honestly, bro, like, I appreciated my mom and everything, everything she ever did for me, but I was kind of, like, ready to be on my own. I felt like I was, and not, not on my own, but, like, with my wife. Um, and I was also ready to commit to do all these things alongside my wife. Like, I was never expecting for her to do everything that my mom used to do for me, you know? Um, and I think I started kind of, like, getting that mentality before I got married. Because I told my wife, I was like, when we get married, we're not going to go live with your mom or mine. Not because I don't like them, but because I feel like as a couple, we should have our space, you know? And we should have our own little, um, like, nido de amor. You know what I mean? So, wow. <laughs> so like, when we got married that night, we went to, like, a rental um, duplex that I had for us already, kind of midway furnished, not all the way, but... Uh, and I knew then, I was like, this is it, you know? Like, I'm ready to be the man that I'm supposed to be, you know, with my wife. So, there wasn't a disconnect moment or a moment anytime I was like, man, I miss my mom, you know? Doing this or doing that. No, like, I don't think that was ever a thing. Like, I was good. Yeah. And I love going to my mom's and everything still. I don't visit her as much as I should. But anytime I'm there, like, I'm I'm good, you know? She loves me. She loves my family. Whenever you go visit her, um, it's like, uh, she always trying to feed you still? Mm-mm. That's my mom, dude. Yeah, I mean, house, she's like, I mean, trying to feed me. She does ask, like, yeah, come here, don't eat it. But she's not, like, trying to, like, force the plate oh, on yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, for sure. Like, I think the mom mom hospitality, is that, is that what yeah, it is? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's never going to end, bro. But, like, you know, um, I think it's kind of like a stereotype. And they even showed it, like, in the movie from Disney Coco, where the grandma's like, you want some more? And he's like, no. And she's like, yeah, yeah have some do. more. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, okay. You know, that's like a stereotype. Yeah. And, and some some grandmas and some moms are like that. But my mom just like, ¿Ya comieron? No, pues sí. Or no, pues no. Because, you know, no, pues no means no. Yeah. Y no, pues sí pues means sí. You know, but anyway. <laughs> y no, y, y, y sí, pues no means no. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, so if I be like, yeah, yeah, comimos. Or we were like, no, todavía no. She's like, ah, man, I'm just un taco. Because in the Mexican culture, like, at least in my family, a taco means, it doesn't mean taco. Like, right, right. Un taco. it doesn't mean like a taco. It right, means it like, means like a whole plate. Yeah, whole, like, yeah. it could be a burrito and they still say un taco. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, that's my mom. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I mean, I think it's like, um, like um, we like we get accustomed to it, or I think some of us get accustomed to it, but like not in a bad way, I guess. Like um, I know I, I was telling Erica recently, like um, I don't I don't want to sound like a machista or whatever because I'm not, but mm-hmm. like I do like whenever she cooks y me sirve la comida, you know, like yeah, yeah. it makes me feel like. Special or that she loves me. Right. It's not like it's not like a you have to do this for me. You fucking do it now or whatever. Right. Know? Yeah. But um. Yeah. I mean, it's just 
some things like there's like it's weird because it can go both ways like you can do the same thing and be a machista but also not you know yeah yeah like I see what you what you mean it's like the symbolism of like my wife is serving me my wife loves me you know she made this food with love you know yeah like it feels good I see what you're saying but it also doesn't mean that because I feel like that means I'm a machista yeah yeah cause I like like you said I'm not either like, was your dad a machista? Or, nah. like, signs of machista? Nah. Okay. But, I mean, he's, I mean, no, he's not like that. No, he's never been like that. Mm. And, uh, but still, I mean, it's just something that I grew up seeing, I guess. So, I mean, it's just something that I appreciate. Like, my mom would always, would always cook and serve him, you know? Yeah. But it wasn't like a, oh, you have to cook for me and my food better be hot and ready served on my plate when I get home. It was not, it was not like that. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess just, you know, like seeing that at home, I guess, too, makes me appreciate it when she does it for me. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's a good point, man. There's certain things, and I'm sure same thing goes for them. Like, whenever, like, they don't have to ask us to take out the trash, we just do it. Like, I bet, like, that is a level of comfort for them, too. I still yeah. get asked to take out the trash sometimes. Yeah, I, I try to not get asked, yeah. but sometimes it just... I mean, I always take it out, but it's, sometimes <laughs> I have to get asked, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different different things like that, I feel like it goes both ways, you yeah. know? It'll make them feel um, more comfortable if we just did certain things, you know, like how they want it at the yeah. time that it needs to be done, yeah. you know? And not whenever the trash is, like, about Overfill. to throw up. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, man, there's a lot of topics that we can get into, especially in the Mexican culture, right? Um, I think um, one thing one thing that I thought whenever I saw that was like, um, I don't know if you remember in the in the movie Selena, mm-hmm. where the dad's like giving her and AB like a speech or something, where it's like, uh, you gotta be Mexican enough for the Mexicans and American enough for the Americans. Yeah, yeah, like, I remember that part. Yeah, and so I mean sometimes. Sometimes I say I want to say that I feel like that, like, but I guess it's more like when it comes to, like, um, language, you know, like sometimes I feel like I'm not talking Spanish enough and I'm gonna lose it, you know. Mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. like, man, I gotta get, you know, because like I want my kids to grow up speaking Spanish and, um, like, know their culture or whatever. But yeah, sometimes I feel like I'm losing touch with it, you know. Yeah, because you don't, because you don't practice it enough, right? Or because you're in an environment where you're. Your coworkers, you know, you're speaking mostly English and stuff yeah. like that. So, yeah. I, I think this podcast is gonna be like it's gonna ground us again into that culture. You know, not, not that we lost it, but it's gonna ground us again into remembering and saying stories that we remember as kids. You know, like yeah, and it's I mean it's even like um, yeah, I mean I mean. I don't know how often you speak Spanish at home. How like do you speak Spanish a lot at home? Like with yeah. the kit? I mean, I do. I do, but not not a lot, but I do. Yeah. And half the time it's mostly like bad words. <laughs> you know? Like I try not to cuss in front of my son, but yeah. Sometimes it's just hard, but um I don't speak much Spanish. Right. At home, anyway. So, yeah. Hopefully, this will help out, which, um, you know, just sitting here and talking. Especially if, you know, we're going to follow the name of our uh, podcast, Puro Cotorreo. I think 
when like as as us as Mexican guys when we get together, um, you know, and we start like fucking shooting the shit and whatever is when you know we start throwing out our Spanish. Yeah, yeah, we start like. like, Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and that that's what I'm saying. Like with this podcast, we're gonna have to like, you know, especially like you said when we're shooting this this stuff, like you know we're we're gonna have to, bro. And it's not that we're losing our Mexican card. It's just that we we just don't, especially with the pandemic, bro. Like I haven't gone to the baile in a minute. Like I can't remember the last time I put on my boots and went dancing with my wife. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, I mean, I it's, haven't gone to the Valle even before the pandemic in a long time, dude. Bro, it's crazy, and I feel like we need that. I feel like we need yeah, to we, get back to it. We need to get back to uh, 2008, whenever we used to wear our fucking Hollister and Aeropostale <laughs> shirts. And the white pants. <laughs> that was you. The white Wranglers. That was you, my guy. What? With the vest. <laughs> Leather vest. That was my dad's vest. Shout out to my dad. Ooh. Boy, man, that's good times, man. Good times, bro. But remember, we we were like, well, I was still trying to like discover my style when it came to like the Mexican, like you know, club. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was still like, I, you know, I see my dad wear his white Wranglers with his leather vest. Like maybe that's cool, you know. But then I realized pretty fast that that was not a thing. <laughs> Yeah, no, for real. Like, I will never do that again. I think and we, I think I, I think I wore that like one time. I think we quickly uh, learned the the style and and kind of adapted adapted to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Yes, sir. al tiro. Yes, you know. Dude, how crazy was that? Like that whole. I mean, I'm sure it still goes on now. We're just not young, but like that whole baile culture when we were in that age, it was like. It was like that's all you kind of look forward to, dude. Like, I can't wait for Saturday yeah. and Sunday and Sunday and yeah. sometimes Monday and sometimes Monday <laughs> Club Rio. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, it's like yeah. that's what you lived for, dude. And it's, I don't know, man. It's just crazy. It was like that was all, and then on Sunday we go to the parque. Yeah, like I think back and I'm like, how did I even have all that money to like go out and like I mean we weren't spending like a bunch of money, but yeah. still it's like. I don't remember having that much money back then. Right. Like, how was I able to go out three days in a row? To get the, what were they called? The what? The shirts from Buckle. Remember, we used to buy, like, oh, yeah, every yeah. other weekend, we'd buy a new shirt from Buckle. On the sale rack. For real. <laughs> like, it didn't matter, but yeah. we're still spending money, like, at that age. Like, well, also, we didn't have, like, responsibilities. Yeah, I mean, I lived with my parents. And I did, too. I paid my phone bill, but... Yeah, so, man, that's a cra- those are some crazy times, bro. Like, I don't remember a lot of the time, like, a lot of the stuff, but I know that I had a good time while right. it lasted, you know, while yeah. we were there and stuff, so. Um, shortly after that, I met my wife. Well, you know. Uh, did you meet her at the club? I think we had friends in common, and I think the first time I ever saw her was actually at a quinceanera. Mm. Yeah. Same. Really? Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, I remember when you, and I hope this is the right story, but we were at a CC's. Yes. yes and you saw her, yes. and you saw Erica. Yeah. And you're like, bro, that's, I like that's that girl. Her. Yeah, I already had her on MySpace and everything. But. Yeah, and I was like, bro, go talk to her. And you're like, nah, nah, nah. No, nah. Wait, no, Maka, got those pantalones, man. And then she, like, left, right? 
Yeah, and I was like, well, you should, you should have talked to me. Hey, but as soon as I got home, fucking hopped on my Hey, was that you with the fucking CCs on the north side? <laughs> and y'all kicked it off after that, right? Like yeah, I mean, we were just friends, you know. She yeah, was yeah, somebody, sure, but sure. yeah, that's how I contacted my my wife um, at the time through MySpace. You know, I was like, hey, I'm about to log off. Here's my phone number though, if you want to text me. Here's my phone number, and you're my top friend now. Yeah, you're on my top five. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. You're, you're number five, but you can work your way up to one. <laughs> and then you you, can, you post a picture and you're like, uh, what was it that they used to do? Uh, I own this. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. I remember that. Oh, that God. crazy, dude. I own this. Yeah, right. Okay. I thought I was going to open Nichols for like an hour looking for the perfect song for our profile. <laughs> And like editing the the CSS or HTML mm. code to we change. We were all fucking coding back then, bro. Uh, you know it, bro. That's actually where I started um, getting my first signs of wanting to be a graphic designer. For mm. those that don't know, I'm a graphic designer. Like it was MySpace that kind of kick started that for me, because I had people who were like, "Hey, can you edit my profile or can you edit my picture?" And because you know I have cool pictures, you know, yeah. with backgrounds and stuff. Well, at the time they were cool. Now, if I look back at them, they're probably trash. Trash, yeah. But you know, that's kind of what kickstarted my design interest when I started doing like MySpace and stuff, editing all those things. Um, and then it's a bummer that Facebook you can't add a song. <laughs> yeah, I think they were did it for a while, no? Really, I don't remember that. I think so. It's crazy, but like. MySpace, like, you'd go to the profile, and as soon as it finished loading, you, uh, the song will automatically play, and there's your picture. And you remember the little green icon that said online now? Yeah, dude. Dude, yeah. like, anytime I saw that, my, my my friends were on, I'd be like, hey, you know, what's up? That's crazy, dude. Yeah, dude, MySpace, man. Shout out to Tom from MySpace. Tom, Tom was all of our friends. Yeah, he was my first friend on MySpace. Yeah. Yeah. What a cool guy. What a really cool guy. Yeah, no, but those were the days, bro. For sure. Like, there's better times now. Like, I know I'm going to look, you know, 10 years from now, I'm going to say when my son was like 2, 3, the age he's right now, I'm going to say those were the days. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they are the days. Like, I'm living in the moment now because I know he's only going to be that little for, for a couple more years and then that's it. You know, he's going to be a teenager. So I'm trying to really enjoy the time with him now. I had a couple more questions. Some of them are different topics. Like talk about saving money or culture or like finances in the Mexican culture. You know, like it's different. Like there's no generational wealth. It's right. at least not in like my family. Si quieres dinero, le entras a una tanda. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, people want to hear stuff like that. Like... Uh, generational trauma, I think, is one of the other ones. Like how our parents like traumatized us with their their behavior, and how we're trying to break that cycle. Mm -hmm. That's like another topic for another podcast for sure. But I need to stop saying um. Yeah, that that was one of my things too. Is not doing the um thing. It's so even hard. even even when I go to restaurants and order to the drive through. Mm -hmm. I'm like they're, they're they'll ask me what I want. And I'm like, oh, can I get a? And I know what I want, bro. 
Erica gets on my ass all the time, dude. So a friend of mine um, was like, dude, just like, you got to train your brain to stop doing it. So the reason why we say um is because we don't want an awkward silence. We want to keep fo- the flow. Keep the flow. He's like, but you know what? Sometimes that pause is needed. And it's okay if you just don't say anything in that moment. Nobody's going to say Right, like you didn't say um. Yeah, you, you know? didn't say um. Yeah, and like, that triggers me. <laughs> I know I do it, and I I see when athletes do it while while they're being interviewed, and it like irks me. Mm-hmm. But I can't stop doing it myself, bro. <laughs> I saw how hard you're trying to do it just now. You're like trying to like stop myself. Yeah, yeah. dude, I I felt that for me. You were like. Like you have Tourette's or something, bro. <laughs> yeah, like I saw that in your face. Like you were about to say um a couple times and you stopped yourself. And that's good because then it'll just come natural. Yeah. You just won't do it anymore. So you're you'll be hearing a lot of ums in this podcast at the beginning, but you'll see we'll get the flow going. Yeah. And we'll stop doing that. That'll be added to our list of goals. Yes. Let's try. Okay, let's let's set it right now. Let's stop saying um by episode five. Everything okay. on episode five. Sounds good. All right. All right. I'm and a hundred, hundred listens by episode five. Yeah. Let's go. You think we can do that? I think yeah, that. it's possible. I think so. Guys, let us know what y'all think about our new name, or actually our name that we came up with. Um, again, that's the Puro Cotorreo podcast, and make sure you follow us on social media. On Instagram at Puro Cotorreo and on Facebook at Puro Cotorreo as well. Okay, so I think we're going to call it a day for today. I think we covered a lot. I think we need to pace ourselves so we don't run out of things to say. But um, I think this was a good conversation, bro. Thanks for coming in again today. Hopefully um, by the fifth episode we can um, have the goals that we've set for the show. And also, by September, that I lose at least 20 pounds. It's so, getting done, man. It's going to get done. I believe in myself. You are going to rock the shit out them Air Forces. Yes, sir. If I find them. Hey, you're the shoe plug, bro. Get them for me. I can get them for you. That's not, right. not a problem. Don't, I don't want you to make a margin off of me, though. No, I'll sell them to you for retail. Okay. No, fuck. You can sell them to me at cost. Is that what you get them at? Yeah, retail. Okay. So you don't how much get ho- I get them for. You don't get wholesale. Nah, nah, nah. Okay, okay. So, on the next episode, maybe, or in the future. If our guest doesn't come in. Yeah, we'll talk about how to build a shoe business with Joe Guerrero. I mean, I'm no pro, but I'm give some tips, I guess. For sure. And this can apply to anything, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. To shoes or anything. Um, But yeah, guys, thanks for listening today. I think we're going to sign off. Joe, any last words? Uh, no, man, just um, thank you for listening. Hope that you guys keep listening. And this video should be better than the fresh one, so enjoy it. Yes, I agree. I agree. And we're also both rocking um, new mics. Well, mine's an old mic, but, you know, we had to make a little investment for the show to mm-hmm. get good audio and stuff. So let's go. We're already, it feels official, bro. Like, yeah. 
the graphics, the the way we've uploaded to Spotify and everything, like it feels good. Yeah, like, dude. Whenever I saw that shit on Spotify, I was like, oh shit. Yeah. I'm famous. <laughs> we just need the people now, but yeah, we're practically yeah. famous. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm basically famous already. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Good thoughts, good vibes. We'll see y'all guys on the next one. Adios. Peace.